0: It's the first time we, all three of us have played together, am I correct? Yeah. Um, so myself and Harry and Irene were asked by Conal, well, would we like to do something for his book, Pancho?" if you read again. So it's kind of um, a improvised, we'll do an improvised session, basically, using all the tools and uh, amazing um, weapons that we have at our disposal.
1: And we have very different weapons yeah. for the style of... So, I mean, way. when
2: you say different weapons, do you mean different weapons from what you've normally worked with? Because obviously you mm-hmm. have a long track record here of Strange Attractor was yeah. you know, quite a few mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. ago and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to be working with this time? Do you know?
1: Well, I am still kind of lean towards the acoustic um, and try and avoid too many wires, but t- much the same kind of amplified with contact microphones uh, collecting objects. So... Maybe getting a sensibility around punch on lifting and an atmosphere then collecting objects and material around that and amplifying it
2: and then what banging them
1: together oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> stomping jumping around yeah. i suppose just getting into an, the atmosphere and and seeing what's happening between the three as so we were talking there about maybe being i suppose improvising within this um reading could be like um because it's very uh, very much about Conal's past as well. Making myself from Cork City, so a lot of the sensibilities there have a very particular kind of sound. That I think it's important not
0: to not to be too illustrative too of literary. the of the words either. You know, it's more kind of like at, at some stage we could be a support to him, but at another stage we might be a bit of a hindrance. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I can I can imagine maybe what we would do. That this is just. A, this is all theory at the moment, the whole thing might fall apart, but there's no harm having a little bit of theory first is that we could actually play it really quietly as he's speaking and every interject every now and then when as he takes a breath but um at the end of every story, then we might do kind of um a, a piece, yeah as such, and then as we as we come down, he comes in with the next story, and that might be the rhythm of the of the evening that kind of makes sense, but maybe that's not what we'll do because we're we could be kind of nonsensical as well, I suppose.
2: Uh, for context, for the listeners, just before we started recording this, I mean, <laughs> you told me that this was actually the first meeting of yeah. this conference, yes, yeah. So this is in So mm-hmm. I'm
1: listening to Mick going, if
2: yeah, really? Is that what you yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: why I said theory. <laughs> yeah.
2: And Harry, I mean, you make experimental musical instruments, don't you?
3: I do. and uh, I, And as well as using found objects and incorporating found objects into the instruments that I make. They're always evolving, and new ones are appearing on the scene, so when I start playing, I, I've got a selection of things to bring. Some some things go move along and sort of appear in every set, almost. But quite often, that, that adjusts as well, and things disappear off it, and other things get added to it. I used to work with a lot of electronic effects, but now I've tried to go just working with the the actual timbre of the instruments creating the effect, the reverb and and the sustain. But I do like the idea of using, having something that I can do a loop. Yeah. Mm. You know, so that Mm. I I can sort of put something down and have it as a background to Mm. add to Mm.
2: it. Is there a reason for that evolution away from uh, electronic?
3: Lots of reasons, partly because they they break, partly because (laughs) the wires get get in the way and Mm. partly there's sort of hums and things that come with them that sometimes you really don't want and then also I just I always was interested in the sound of things anyway like when you're chopping vegetables and, and you know things the sounds you make in the kitchen without any amplification or anything you go wow that's really interesting and, and so it's I've always been interested in that by the sounds that come in I mean when I had a when I was working on a big timber boat I'd, I'd be hammering in nails and listening to the way the every time you knocked it in a bit deeper the pitch changed and mm. you know and and the boat resonated at all as well so things like that and I say th- I think in terms of the way we've always played together is it's always ended up being like a conversation that you know that someone will be make- saying something and you sort of go oh really and sort of add a little nuance to it and someone else goes oh yeah but and it's almost like and I could see this this working like that and but Conal would be part of that conversation mm. as it'd be talking responding to him possibly to a degree but not necessarily the content of what he's saying mm. and maybe just the timbre of his voice do you know maybe just how he's sounding responding to that and um, and just maybe just you know lying underneath it or maybe just sort of bouncing off it as to well sometimes
2: mick why improvised why always improvised
0: well i can't do anything else <laughs>
2: <Why not? laughs>
0: I can't play, I can't sing a note, can't dance, I'll go a long way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So improvisation for me is where it's at, really. Like, even from Chanos to uh, any kind of uh, tribal music to uh, the beginnings of music, it was all to do with improvisation. Even the beginning of classical music was uh, an awful lot of improvisation going on. And there was a lot of looseness involved as well. Mm. Whereas the the personal... um, I suppose, the character of the person who's playing comes through the playing itself and not just playing it note for note as an automaton. So I think for me, improvised music is where it's absolutely where it's at.
2: Obviously, you perform a lot like in the guest house and as the quiet club, you Mm -hmm. do, Mm -hmm. you know, you do a lot of performing in kind of gallery spaces Mm -hmm. or that type of thing this is the crane lane. Yeah. So this is where people go, where they want to see a gig yeah. mm-hmm. and they have certain expectations yeah. when they're walking in the door. Yeah, is please. that going to be a bit of a challenge? Do you what? mind if people come in and go, Oh Jesus, and turn around and walk
0: out again? I would be very surprised if they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, disembow- I'd, <laughs> I'd, be shocked. I'd be shocked. I'd want my money back. But, um, no, I think that, uh, yeah, of course, it's a different thing, and also we're allowing for this for people because it's six hours long, for people to come and go as they please. But the only proviso is, like to please do so quietly. That's all. You yeah. don't have to like voice your uh, displeasure by shouting and roaring <laughs> or throwing. Or stuff, bring you know? any <laughs> I mean, don't bring any vegetables. You know? Just like make your exit nice and quietly. Thank you very much, and never darken the doorstep again. Which is fantastic. It's yeah. not for everybody, but it is for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know? i i was involved
3: in a project that someone else instigated several years ago but it was um creating a soundscape for the reading of the third policeman and Mm -hmm. we did that over five weeks and five readings um you you know one one day readings on, on saturdays and it it was generally very well accepted and very well received and but in that case most people came in and sat for the Usually about an hour and a half each reading. Um, most people came and sat for the whole thing, and then came back the following week for the next yeah. section. But it was very um, interesting listening to the book being read, which, which you, we obviously knew the content of. But then and responding to it, and just creating the soundscape for the voice to be in. You know, so there was no nothing visual there yeah. except the person reading. I think
1: that can help you focus your attention it puts sure. you in, a, in an environment it's it's funny how abstract sound can do that it makes you more observant it's like kind of wakens up a lot of the other senses and it brings you makes you quite present so mm. in as a situation for reading from it's a really good way of kind of getting people mm. know, yeah, listen, yeah. Agitation, settled. Yeah. And, Irene, uh, I wonder
2: if you could explain for me, to me, it's called Angelus to Angelus. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you can just so the listeners understand what's actually going to be happening. <laughs> is Connell going to read his entire book? Is that the idea? Yes.
1: Well, uh, Harry did a tester there. He's, he read it high speed in four hours, so it's it's possible to read it in six hours. But like
0: Harry's not a Catholic, so you know, he didn't give me no concept of Angus Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> he skipped
1: over He was avoiding the, the second
2: Angelus, yeah, the yeah. Sixth I, I, I wasn't
3: reading it out loud. So that's you know, the thing, yeah. Mm. You know, just yeah. reading through yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to see how long it would take yeah. to go from cover to cover just reading it. And obviously it'll take a lot longer mm. with conal reading it out loud, you know, it probably will occupy all of that space, especially if we do, he gets a break occasion, you know, in between the individual stories, he can have a break for a bit, which he'll need need a Mm -hmm. mug of water or something. Yeah. I I know Colonel takes his readings very, very seriously. So he he doesn't go in there just off the cuff of the sleeve. Mm -hmm.
2: What's the difference between sound art and music?
0: It's a good question, actually because maybe there's none, and maybe there is huge. Uh, I suppose it's all down to intention in a way. The way I try to describe what I do, uh, which doesn't always happen like this, uh, say if you have, say I'm I'm playing sound, and if I remove the rhythm, remove the melody, and remove the lyrics, what's left is what I have. So it's not much.
2: Is, but, but, is, is that just down to a, a minimalist intention or is it? It's, no, it's down to capability.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what do you think, Irene? Well, music is a, an art form that you would, you, you'd be able to divine very well, concisely if you were a musician. But I feel sound is is something that doesn't have that same kind of structure as music as an art form and can be approached from a singular perspective and maybe created within your own interest and inquiry and points of research yeah so i think in the way that each of us are generating sound is very much within our own curiosity and our own inquiry
3: i i think sound art is maybe just another category of music as classical rock trad whatever that sound art is just another compartment and obviously mean not necessarily engaging what the way Mick approaches it, but but certainly doing it without a score. Although that that's to be it's honest, some, yeah. no. Quite maybe often maybe there's a score, the case, there's though, a yeah. score delivered, yeah. and yeah. people respond to the score. But I, I, for me, as Irene said, it's investigative and we are inquiring, and it's also a conversation. Do you know where you, which I know most improvised music is a conversation, but you, perhaps. In this one, the the melody structure that exists for improvised music, in many cases, is is completely lacking here. Can it's, you do nothing talking...
2: wrong in a in an improvised? You know, like I think of that that terrible moment when somebody decides to come in. You know, when people are just if people are just jamming, and they're just sitting around yeah. and they're and they're playing within a kind of structured music setting. And like, then somebody just decides to come in and it's just a little bit wrong and they kind of like shrivel back away from it again. Can that happen when there isn't? Absolutely. Mick is mad nodding his head. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Can you go like, oh God, yeah, I got that oh, wrong. Is, is that, that wrong, again?
0: really? It yeah. is again. Absolutely, yeah. And it's to, do with the, it's to do with the individual performers and you can get performers who are just so um, into their own track yeah. that they will override everything else. Go back to what Harry says about conversation and about that listening. And that idea of listening and the listening becomes an active part not, and not just hearing but you're actually listening and um, once you once you have that then there's a generosity then given and there's a generosity and that generosity then is reciprocated by the other performers so you could have for instance absolute silence for a period of time and it's not out of you don't have anything to say, it's out of that kind of maybe you're trying to build attention, maybe something maybe that silence is the most powerful thing th- that you've played up to then.
1: Paul Hagerty's book, Economy of Players mm. kind of acknowledges the kind of nonverbal communication that you realize there is an exchange between people, and it's a an an art form, I suppose that that it does include a kind of economy of exchange. And I suppose when you realize that, that it is an economy of exchange, that you participate in it and you don't destroy it because you've destroyed the economy. But occasionally you get somebody coming in and not acknowledging this nonverbal um, community, this nonverbal uh, exchange uh, agreement. Yeah, everybody realizes that they're, they're not um, participating mm. in the economy. They're they're making noise or they're making sound. They're generating sound. They're doing it without um, participating, mm-hmm. and I suppose that is the difference. Um, and I suppose it's not something that's spoken or of elaborately, but it's understood from the experience of playing with people.
2: Are we just we're having yeah fantastic I know thing of a it's, 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 like, oh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> stuff everywhere. Yeah. It's actually very interesting to think about that because. Um, Sorry to think about that whole thing of that kind of non-verbal economy, as you were saying, because I think I was thinking about how everybody missed music so much, you know, throughout the COVID-19 thing. A lot of people were saying, oh, I really miss music. Mm. And I went back recently. I went to my kind of first live gig and Mm. it was a series of gigs but it was all individual performers because the performances had been structured in such a way that if COVID, because it was one of the government funded gigs, if COVID came back, they were going to be able to stream them, right? So it was all individual performers doing quite complex things mm. involving loop pedals and stuff but working alone mm. and i was going i really think that this might be getting it wrong mm. because i think it might be that non verbal communication is the thing that yeah. i am hungry for is yeah. to see these beautiful moments yeah, moment. i remember yeah. standing next to you at a 10 past 7 gig harry and you know seeing that thing that they do where you don't know what that signal is mm. and mm. it's so and then they land all together yeah. at the same yeah. time
1: that's the thrill of yeah. music, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's the the amount you can include in that action. Yeah, without qualifying it or quantifying it or you know kind of putting it into uh, uh, words that are inadequate, you know that create other issues. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazingly all inclusive action to do, participate with people, making sound together, uh, and. Yeah, just it being a, a sensory experience. Yeah, um, and and a lot of the times we don't qualify was that good or bad. We we have different kind of residual feelings from different performances, but we don't necessarily qualify it as being good or bad. There's also
2: the element of it that this is a one-off, that this mm-hmm. is a moment. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It, it's
3: it, it's actually very intimate. You know, where you you, you get very close to people psychically or however I'm not sure but but and usually when we're when something's playing and we, we sort of arrive at the end of it everyone just looks at each other and go that's it we've, we've we've yeah, said you enough. know that you're done we yeah, know, we've said enough yeah <laughs> yeah it, it, it's, it's, it is and you do feel like it's a very intimate experience then yeah. even though you might be a long distance away and you might be a group of people and, yeah um Who you've never met before as well? Sometimes, you know. But it's there's always that feeling at the end of it that you just go. "Mm."
2: Will there be some traditional instrument? You know, will there be guitars and things like that?
3: You you have a
2: baby
1: guitar, don't you? I have
0: have a little baby guitar too.
1: What's a baby guitar?
0: A well, second, like a, like a like it's thing a really that, I, that you take one. off a baby, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, a
1: baby's guitar.
0: Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> I know. Um, no, I am. Um, I was always looking for something neat. How am I going to transport my gear? And um, so it, I, I got a suitcase and I said, if everything fits into this, I'm happy. Put a suitcase on it, a wheelie trolley, and off I go. So the main thing was like the guitar, how do I make the guitar fit into this thing? So I I started with, with necks as one over there hanging up um, so was, and so it's basically you're playing a neck of a guitar yeah. but I have my, my smaller ones as well which are equally um interesting and um and do the trick very nicely and fit in the suitcase
1: I That's occasionally it. use a cello I don't know yeah M- might might use cello it's just as um it's just as a resonant body because I, I use a lot of things like boxes and other kind of resonant bodies so the cello is a very Resonant way of kind of creating sound.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, amazing. Can anyone tell me why you're called Small Birds?
1: <laughs> you should have heard yeah, seen the other options. Did <laughs> <laughs> so you just write down a list of different <laughs> things? Small bird who came up. cheap. And, and, <laughs> and we actually. Small birds are sticking.
3: Yeah. I, it's yeah. sticking. I, I feel yeah. the small birds are sticking.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. We were under pressure to come up with a name, so yeah. just you just went
2: for it. If it works, will you do more stuff?
0: Of course. Of course, there's never end. There's Absolutely. no end of, yeah. of, of playing.
2: Yeah.
0: Like we do, we play every Sunday up in the guest house. <laughs> just the in-house people during COVID, just those people there. And uh, no audience. If, if you come as an audience member, you have to do something. Oh, nice. So you have to join in that non-verbal conversation. And uh, and we recorded them, and then we streamed them live as well, which was really interesting. And then we started making it. We made our own label and things like that. So, yeah. What's so the label called? Ground Zero. Okay. Or Ground Zero with an O. Yeah. That's on Bandcamp.
2: Okay, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So those recordings f- from the yeah. guest house are on yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. i us yeah. check that out.
0: Yeah. And also we had um, someone on the overhead projector and they would move with Improvise the overhead as projector.
1: Well with a bit, yeah.
0: yeah. And that would be filmed
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that would be acted like a score, like a visual score. Oh, beautiful. And they would be affected by the sound and we would be affected by the images. Hmm. so yeah so, and that's up on our um, guest house youtube channel do you get toilet breaks <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's six hours isn't it mm. six
0: hours mm-hmm. yeah six uh, hours what do you do just yeah we bring nappies. no uh, <laughs> <laughs> little bags um no, Catholic, uh, catheters, catheters all that true. all that's all that's been talked about but it's not an endurance thing right i mean
1: we've done longer
0: we've done longer i mean the very first um um, Sonic Vigil was twelve hours in the St. Peter's Cathedral. It was twelve hours long. I paid for 11 and a half mm-hmm. then I had to run out for a pint.
1: <laughs>
0: Dying. It's gasping. like being
1: on an island, really. You know, you yeah. go, okay, I'm on an island. Yeah. How do you? And then how do time you it? just feels different. And uh, you know, that's.
0: The but the fact thing. that it's set up in the sense that um, there's three of us, so we have good back backing for each other. So either one or two could make could leave, and there's still mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, uh, still enough sonic yeah, information no there problem. to Well, four of us, including Colonel. Yeah, but if Colonel, uh, <laughs> but
2: he can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, right?
3: yeah. Well, He's he, the he, only Well, he, he one can out. in between the song. In, so, in, in so.
0: between, yeah, he can leave and, eat, and get sustenance. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's going to be an amazing thing and a very nice way to pay tribute to something that's really in the canon of as Irene, as Irene was saying, of you know Cork mm. literature. Sure,
3: yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's
1: a great best movie. way. So, I, I love readings
3: utterly specific to mm. cork you know it is yeah. you, you, it's um it's living and breathing cork really isn't it you yeah. know it's every single story in there is just so intensely cork so
1: i was uh reading a book um proust and the squid about the evolution of, of language and reading and um she was saying that books were were never meant to be read in a solitary way books were always something that you read out and you shared you know this idea of the you know privacy of the kind of internal world of you're reading but the the idea of that uh you know what you're reading is, is shared with a, a group i think it's the experience that is a different thing really reading and um, speaking yeah. um yeah, it's nice to share. Yeah, I think
2: I read that it used to be considered selfish to, selfish, to yeah. yourself. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. And it's
1: also the thing is like, you know, you've got to think people and see you and you're involved in something and you know, you're not sharing.
0: It's almost rude. It's
1: the rudeness mm. of it, yeah.
0: But we're so used to it now with people on their phones. On and, the phone, and, and
1: yeah. We've got speak, plenty of you, ru-
2: rudeness, Yeah, whatever you
0: do, you're locked in your own little world.
2: Yeah. Maybe it'll come full circle and yeah. we we get hungry for mm greater amounts of interaction in different mm-hmm. times yeah. like recitation there's been a huge upsurge in mm-hmm. you know spoken word as a okay. phenomenon the yeah. past few years really. maybe it's coming yeah. back mm-hmm. it's a nice idea
0: yeah yeah
2: best of luck with it guys
0: thank you
2: <laughs> you've been listening to an arts and culture podcast for tripe and Rasheen with me ellie Byrne and Pundersheen is your independent, reader-supported, local news substack for Cork City and County. It's completely advertising free. If you can, please support us by subscribing for just €8 Euros per month or €80 Euros per year. All your subscription fees will go to supporting independent local journalism in Cork. If you can't subscribe, you can still sign up for free. And if you want to help us spread the word, use our social media. That's at Rasheen on Twitter or Tripe and Drashin on Facebook or Instagram to share the articles that you like. Talk to you next time.